Welcome to our PME. This is Saratova Best. Um, need to test the sound quality for a second. So let's prepare for Shavuos. We finished our last shear, shear yesterday. <clears throat> Speaking about um, the fact that this Shavuos is probably going to be very intense. Now, intense can mean intense good. It will mean intense good. I mean, how do we know it's going to be very intense? Because Estaku Baraisu Varo Alma. We're going to, we're picking up where we left off yesterday. When Hashem decided to create the world, how did he do it? He looked into Tyra and he created the world from Tyra. The Tyra was his blueprint. So that's the model. Question is, was that a one-time thing? Did he one time, 5,782 years ago, look into Tyra and create the world from that once? And then we've just been on automatic pilot ever since? No. And there's a very good reason why no, but that's for another time. It's discussed actually in the Sikh for Gimel Tammuz that... Um, So Baal tells us the world is created at every single second. So that means every single second, every single moment, however long a moment is, there's no there's no real time in 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 that moment. Every single moment, Hashem looks into Tyre and creates the world. So then you understand. Let's reverse engineer. If you've had a world this year that was intense, where did it come from? The Tyra that Hashem looks into when he's creating this world. So you probably can't create an intense world from an unintense Tyra. I mean, the fact is it's the same Tyra. But the way Tyra is expressed, is expressed at any particular moment is probably more intense or less intense. Whatever that means. So from that we're concluding that Matan Tyra of this year is going to be quite intense because it's been an intense year. Now, here's the next question. How long does Tyra, Matan Tyra last? In, in the land of Israel, in Eretz Israel, it's one day. I mean, it was really a few minutes, but Shavuos is one day. So in the real place of the real time, Matan Tyra Shavuos is one day. But really, it's a whole year. Because the entire year revolves around this. <laughs> if the world, if the world, which is time and space, which means this year and all the other years, comes out of Tyra, then really Mat and Tyra is the, the only thing happening the whole year. And then as the world is being pulled out of that Tyra. So the giving of the Tyra, nice and the Tyra every single second, the giving of the Tyra is an entire year. It's just that officially, then we have all of the year from Rosh Hashanah up until the day of Shavuot. So that we could say there are three phases in the year. The whole preparation for the day of Matan Tyra, that's Rosh Hashanah till Shavuot. And then there's the day of Matan Tyra, Shavuot. And then there's the, the rest of the year when all of that Tyra is being, being brought down into the world. 
and cre- creating even greater depth and greater light in the world, etc. So just to mention that point, it's bound to be an intense Matzah this year, and our Tefillah to Hashem is that intense intensity has to be an intensity that we like, a good intensity. That's what we're asking Hashem. We know it'll be intense. So everybody agrees. So, so sometimes, actually, this year, um, Shabbos comes, Mata Shabbos is, is Shavuot. We have Shabbos and then Matantaira. But the truth is that when we think about Shabbos and Matantaira, it, it says in Chazal, the Kula Alma, the Shabbos needs entirely strong. Everybody agrees that the original Matantaira was on Shabbos. Since everything is exact and everything is Included in the general thing of Matan Taira. We understand when it says the Shabbos Nizna Taira. That means that there's a huge connection, an intrinsic connection between Shabbos and Matan Taira. What is that? So let's figure it out. What is the connection? Shabbos is about Menucha. Matan Taira is about Menucha. Chazal say, Mahaya Chaser Menucha. What was the world missing? The world was created in six days. There was basically everything there. It was all created in those six days. And whatever would be in the future was there in potential. So it was all there. Only one thing was missing. Menucha. Peace, groundedness, settledness. Menucha, however you want to say it in English. So how do we get Menucha? And, and incidentally, before we say how we, how we got it, um, I remember actually my father, Oliver Shalom, used to say, you know, everything that I've achieved in my life and built myself up from nothing and built up a business and, and, and built a family and all these achievements and all these accomplishments, but... His statement was, if you don't have peace of mind, what do you have? Now, Tyree doesn't agree. You can accomplish a lot without peace of mind. But that was his, his peer group spoke about that a lot. If you don't have peace of mind, then what do you have? It sort of dampens all your accomplishments. But the world was missing, missing peace, missing manukha. So what do you need to do to have this manukha? And in this year that we're in now, these past couple of years since, you know, Tafshin Pei, since 2020, not many people are feeling peace anywhere, anytime. <laughs> Maybe those who work with energy healers and those who work with mystics. And when you're learning deep Tyra in those moments. But if there's a commodity that's missing in the world today, it's probably Manucha. So what brought it the first time? Bas Shabbos, Bas Menucha. When Shabbos came, the very first Shabbos of creation, Menucha was brought into the world. It arrived. That means Shabbos brought Menucha. Now look at the words about Shabbos in in benching. Arachamanu yam shileinu yom shakula Shabbos menucha. Yom Menucha. 
We say Mincha on Shabbos, Menucha Shalom, Menucha Shlema, etc. So the first Menucha that came into the world was Shabbos. Second level of Menucha that came into the world was 2,500 years later. Matan Tyrus. Vayhi Erev, Vayhi Bakir Yom HaShishi. There's an extra hay. It's showing us that Hashem was involved with Maitabreshis and said, as he was creating the world, he said the following. If the Jewish people receive the Tyre, you, creation, will be sustained, will be included. And if not, you go back to chaos. Hmm. Interesting. Go back to Taihu Vavaihu. That's interesting. Because we live in a chaotic world now, are we supposed to assume that we're not fully accepting the Tyra? Or really, can we assume that our job now in receiving the Tyra is not just we do Tyra Mitzvah, but rather we do Tyra Mitzvah in a deeper way? Um, they become the focus for us, and also that we bring the whole world to do Tyra Mitzvah. So the job has moved from us to the whole world. Only we are the teachers who bring the world to do Tyra Mitzvah, to keep the Tyra. You know, our 613 Mitzvahs, their seven Mitzvahs. And that's our job now. Receive the Tyra means it's an upgraded job. You know, yeah, once the job was, I just have to uh, sort out the mail every day. Yeah, well, now you have to take it to the post office and turn it into an email and computerize it and, and it's a lot more stuff. But once upon a time, it was receive the tyrant. Take on yourself, tyrant misses. Now it's get the world totally in sync with tyrant misses. So that was the second phase. That, that was what Hashem said. If the Jewish people accept the tyrant, there's a world. If they don't, the world is chaotic. So the world is chaotic right now, by the way, so we've got work to do. And it says, Eretz Yerevashketa. It was a peaceful world. Or it was a, well, Batchila Yerevashketa. It was kind of shaking and very chaotic at the beginning. And at the end, it's peaceful. I guess the end means Yemaisa Mashiach. So therefore, everybody understands that the Shabbos needs a Tyra. That Tyra is given on Shabbos. Because through the giving of the Tyra and receiving the Tyra, there was something huge that was accomplished. Menucha in the world. Tyra brings Menucha and Shketa, peace and sense of being settled and quiet to the world. A sense of closure to the world. The shlemus is of the completion of Bas Shabbos Bas Menucha. The baby form of it is Shabbos comes in and it brings Menucha. The adult form of this is Matan Tyra comes. That's actually the ju- the junior form, not the baby form. Matan Tyra comes and there's Menucha. And the ultimate complete Menucha is Yom Shekula Shabbos. The ultimate Shabbos, Geula. And the ultimate time in history, Geula. 
the ultimate Matan Tyre and Kabbalah is Gula. So, one more question here. Why does it all have to come through Shabbos? Isn't there any other way to do it? Is the world chaotic by definition? So the truth is that the world is created in a way of shinui and snuah, constant movement. Constant movement means picture, the opposite of manucha. You know, those fidgety people who just move around all the time, just do me a favor, sit down for a minute. So it's a fidgety world. The world was created to be constantly changing, moving, changing, moving, changing, moving, changing. All of the changes of time and space. You can be sitting on this chair now, but there's another chair where you can get up and sit to. Do you mind moving over? I have to sit on that chair because my sister is sitting there. So you just move chairs. You're always, things are always moving. And then there's past, present, future. When we said a few seconds ago, past, present, future, that's over. We will never again be saying the words past, present, future. I will never again say the words past, present, future at the age that I, at the age that I was a few seconds ago or, and corresponding with the place that I'm sitting at, sitting in a few seconds ago or sat in. And the same things happening, I'm sitting outside, the same things happening in the alleyway with the same people walking by, all coming together. It will never happen again. If anything, I'll never be the same age as I was a few seconds ago. Even if the same people walk past in the, in the alleyway. So that's a lot of change. It's, it's constantly moving on. You know, sometimes there are, there are girls who come for Tishrei, and you see them a couple of years in a row, and, um, you know, you're used to seeing them a certain way. They come three, four years. Then you don't see them for about five years, and they come back, and never marry a baby, this and that. Wow, they look so different. They look older. <laughs> they look older, and they're not going backwards anymore. They look older. It's different. They're different people. They're no longer those jumpy girls, jumpy girls that they were before. It's, they're changed. The world is a place where it constantly changes. That is called, by definition, opposite of Manusa. Because you have the rules of time and space. You have, so to speak, the laws of time and space. And, and every creation is different from every other. So it's just, you name it, infinite movement and change. And not only that, when you have different places, you also have up, even if you're sitting on, on a porch, sitting on a porch, and you sit in the same space every day, but there's up, up, down, down, right, left, all around here, there, everywhere. There's all of that. That also means wherever you're sitting, but there's still you know, above you, oh, look, that tree. There was no tree there before. That tree grew overhead. A couple of weeks ago, I didn't have anything falling on my head. Now I, maybe there's an apple tree there, and an apple is going to fall on my head. Because it changed. 
so, and not only that, halachically, Tyra is saying, of course, there are changes. And that's why there's a question of what's called kiltul, when you move from one place to another. You're considered carrying. That's acknowledging it's one place and then it's another place. So, here's the question. In a world of chaos like this, even if it's not an extremely chaotic time in history, just a regular time in history, we just explain time and space makes it relatively chaotic. And then the chaos of the world makes it a million times more. So, what does Shabbos do for that? What did Shabbos do for that? For that chaos? Bas Shabbos, Bas Manucha. Shabbos brought Manucha. Why? How? Because the very first Shabbos that happened, the creation ended. Six days changing, changing, changing. Now they're trees, now they're birds, now they're fish, now there's this, now there's that. That's a lot of change. And now it ends. Hashem completes his work. And then what do you feel in the whole world? You feel in all of the different levels and places in the world, once there's Manucha, you feel unity. Once you step into unity, you step out of chaos. Again, once you step into unity, you step stepped out of chaos. We learned the past couple of weeks, or the past couple of days, Basar Mamaras Nibra Island. The world was created with ten Mamaras. Could have been created with one. It was created with ten things. It could have been created with one. But instead, Hashem chose ten. Says Tyra, no. Hashem did create the world with one and ten. Different frequencies. The ten emphasizes how everything is different from each other. So many billions of things. And the, and the one emphasizes the unity of all things. It's all just one thing. Hashem's creation. Hashem's presence. That's it. One thing. Very simple. One thing. Or as it, here it says, the one kavana of Hashem in all the details. There's just one thing going on. Wow, but there's so many things in the world. Nah, there's not so many things. There's only one thing. Yeah, what's the one thing? Hashem's kavana, his intent in creating it all. That's it. Nothing else going on. And his intent in creating it all is higher than all of the time and space and changes and ramifications and all that stuff. His intent is a unified, simple, one simple intent. When we lift ourselves up to that frequency, then we're connected with Manukha. When we go to that place of Hashem's unified, simple intent in creating the world. Because we know that Shabbos is an aliyah 
higher than time. That's why we start, we count in a certain way. Yom Rishon, Yom Shani, everything is kind of connected to Shabbos. The first day after Shabbos, the second day after Shabbos, first day after those moments of unity, second day after the moments of unity, etc. And then also on Shabbos, on Shabbos you can't just go from one place to another and carry things because there needs to be menucha in space. You're in one space and you're not running around. Once you step out of your rishus hayachid, your unified space of oneness in your home or your shul, then you're into a different energy. The chaotic energy as opposed to the energy of menucha. And the shlamus of all this, this completion of all this, happened two and a half thousand years later at Matan Tyre. When we received the Tyre from Hashem, because this is the point for which the world was created. And when we have fulfilled the purpose of all of creation, which is a one and only purpose, one dot. And it's done in a way that we feel, feel it in the whole world, in all the details of the world, in time and space. Then it brings Manukha into the whole world. Hitna Kadashparku Hashem made a condition with the world. He said, if the Yidden accept the Tyra, you stay, world. If they don't, you guys go back to na- to nothingness, to chaos. And so, the question is, what do I have to do to get to this place of Manucha? Okay, so here is the question. What do we do? We got it. Manucha and chaos. We figured it out. Actually. And first step of Manucha after the chaos, first Shabbos. Second step of Manucha after the chaos, 2,500 years ago. 2,500 years later, 2448, not The Tyra brought a much deeper of level of Manucha into the world than Shabbos did. Shabbos is the original Manucha. The weekday, the template for a weekday the template for chaos is the six days of the week. I mean, really, you could say the template for chaos is the year 2022, Tushin K-Base. That's probably the template for chaos because, mm, I'm not going to spell it out, but um, let's just say a few buzzwords, woke, woke, trends, um, uh <laughs> A U.S. administration, world, uh, a world economy, inflation, uh, overrun borders, um, <laughs> pull-in election, uh, viruses, uh, injections for viruses, etc., 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 plans stuff for the future, food shortage. You know, that, I, if, if there's really a template 
or chaos, it's actually not the first six days of creation. It's uh, the year tough shit and paydays. <laughs> this is probably the most chaotic year in all of history. It's just it's it's spiritually and emotionally chaotic. I think in other times in history, it's physically chaotic. Although we have that too, but uh, the sense of craziness maybe never happened before in history. So, here we have the template for, for chaos. But if we take a smaller template for chaos, that's the first six days of creation. Good. Then let's take a bigger chaos um, template for chaos. The bigger template is the first 2,500 years of the world of history before Mount Because remember, Hashem said, to the world. If the Jews will accept the Tyra, you will be sustained. You will exist forever. You will exist. You world will exist. Which means the world until that moment was mm, on a learner's permit, waiting to see if it would get its permanent license based on whether we accepted the Tyra. So this, now, that means it didn't have Menducha for those 2,500 years. And then Matantara brought Manuka. So the second phase of chaos was the first 2,500 years of history, 2448 years of history. Then, so we got it. First Manuka Shabbos, the first Shabbos. Second level of Manuka, Matantara. Third level of Manuka is Geula Shlema, ultimate Manuka. What precedes the Manuka? The chaos. So, welcome to the world. Here we are, preparing for the ultimate Menucha of, in this case, Shavuos, Tavshin, Pebeis, and Gu'ula Shleim, Etar Chadasha, Kairasa, Shalmashiach. Preparing for all of this, it's going to be, this level of Menucha, which is the ultimate Menucha, is going to be preceded by the ultimate chaos. And here we have it. And we sure hope that the chaos doesn't become more intense than this. That's it. Chaos Menucha. Bigger chaos, bigger Menucha. Bigger chaos, ultimate chaos, ultimate Menucha. We're in number three. Ultimate chaos, ultimate Menucha. Right now. So, that's why we say, the Manucha of this year will also be through Shavuot, Matan Taira. And it comes from, as we said, it will be very intense because it created a very intense year. So the need for the Manucha to be not only like intense in a positive way, but intense in a deep, deep, deep way. Okay, so we said before, we asked the question, what do we do to make this happen? And the answer is, as it is, and this is the psychological part, and then we end off with this. We see in the nature of man that when a person does not feel the kavana and the purpose of his, of his life, then something will happen to him. Now, here's the question. Sneak preview. What is the kavana of his life? What's the purpose? Anin Nivresi Lashamashas Kainis. I was created to serve my maker. Okay. So we're saying, if I don't realize that, if I'm not in tune with that, 
And I'm fueling my day with other intentions and other um, kavanas other than that, then what will happen? If I am fueled by anything other than the ultimate kavana, if I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing, I cannot be at peace. I cannot have true manucha and feel truly settled. Because the only unifying force that pulls us out of the chaos and pulls all the chaos together into one point, the only thing is knowing the purpose for my life. Without knowing the purpose of my life, it throws me back to chaos. And there's a reason. Because all the changes of time and space and all of the different details and details and details of our life create what's called a stendika umru, a constant lack of peace. Voshpalt im fanander. It rips us to shreds. The constant lack of peace rips us to shreds and does plays havoc on the immune system. <laughs> I'm adding that. So, we know how to be messed up. Don't feel the purpose of your life. Don't recognize, <laughs> God forbid, don't feel the purpose of your life, a recipe for feeling and being messed up, God forbid. Don't feel the purpose of your life. Don't, rem- don't keep in front of you all the, always the knowledge that I was created to serve my maker. Don't, uh, these are all, I'm saying this tongue in cheek. Don't live in sync with that purpose. Don't live in sync with Hashem. All of that stuff is, if I feel like, gee, does anybody know how I could find some personal chaos? There we go. We just gave you the recipe. I'm saying it backwards. I'm saying it tongue in cheek. That means that the recipe for manufa, for peace, is understanding and experiencing and seeing the purpose of my life. Because it takes everything that is in the world of ten. The world was created with ten things. Taking all that ten and unifying it all into one. You know, actually, it says in Bukhukaisi about that, about ten going into one. So, ten things, a world of ten things, a world of multiplicity becomes one unified, simple world. And when we feel that simple, one and only purpose of my life, where do I find that purpose? There's only one one unified pur- purpose for my life. Where do I find it? I find it inside all of the details of my life. It's embedded there. When I reveal it, embedded. I pull it out from where it's embedded in all the details of my life. Then what does it do? Then it brings me to Manucha, which is higher than all the changes of time and space. And it brings me to a certain completion. And we actually see when a person has Manucha, when a person... um, has Manucha, he's more whole. And not only that, it doesn't only bring Manucha to the person himself, that, but it brings Manucha to everything the person does. 
if you're sensitive to people's energy, you can tell who does something right and who doesn't. People who are really sensitive and really skilled at reading energy, they can see a sweater. Remember the days when people knitted sweaters? They can see a hand-knitted sweater. And they can tell you very easily if the person who knitted the sweater had chaotic energy or peaceful energy. They can look at a bowl of soup. I personally don't have this skill, but lots of people do. They can look at a bowl of soup that was cooked by someone and tell you what the energy of that person is. So when you do things from a place of menucha and you do them in a whole way, it brings a whole a wholeness, it doesn't only bring it to you, but to the whole world. And it's felt in the whole world. And so we understand when it comes to Matan Tyra. When we received the Tyra, what was revealed? The Tyra is a lot of ten commandments leading to 613. This is billions of details of commandments. Multiplicity, all that stuff in Tyra, all of that stuff that will take forever to reveal. Infinite, infinite amounts of stuff in Tyra. But when we receive it, so that's not one thing. On the other hand, there's a oneness to Tyra. It's just, it's just one simple Tyra Hashem, Tyra Hashem's world. That's it. Very clean, simple, quiet, peaceful. And when we received this Tyra, something was revealed in the whole creation. The purpose of everything was revealed in the whole creation. What was revealed? What is the purpose of Tyra? What is the purpose of all of creation? Why is there a world? Why are there sidewalks and, and bushes and trees? Why? Bishvila Tyra with Bishvila Yisrael. This whole world was created for Tyra and the Yidden. Giving us the job of receiving Tyra Mitzvahs and doing them in this world. That's the place to do them. And giving us, giving us the opportunity to do that and the opportunity to be Mashpia, to influence the nations that they should do the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai and through that, we we can and are creating a dear Patachtan, a dwelling place for Hashem. And that's why Tyra has the ability to bring Menucha into the entire world. So to sum all of this up, when we spoke in the past couple of days about the world created with ten things versus one. Ten creates a world of multiplicity, billions of things, and one creates a world where it's just all you experience is the unity and the unity of Hashem and the unity of Hashem's purpose and the unity of your unity with Him and the unity of all things and the simplicity and the clarity in that unity. What we're saying here is that Matan Taira, as we prepare for Shavuos, Matan Taira is all about 
switching us up to that frequency of one, from ten to one. Experiencing all the flavors and colors and scents and, and variations and excitement of the world of ten. And at the same time, having it funneled into one grounded, solid, unified sense of what we are, who we are, where we're going, in the most incredibly joyous way. That's what Shavuos Matantaira is designed by Hashem to be. And he takes us to that upgrade of one on Shavuos and through Shavuos. And therefore we can understand in the weeks and months and years, but all of these, since last Shavuos, we've had 12 months minus 10 days, right? So all these 12 months since last Shavuos have been crazy, 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 chaotic, all leading up to this frequency of true one unity. The unity of the Gula Mitzvah Shlema. We say, Hashem, we're ready to dance with you in the Gula immediately now. Wishing everybody um, Kabbalah Satira, the Simcha, the Simcha, in a joyous way and in an inward way.